Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Yeah, buddy, it's hour two of the G-Bag Nation. We're live here at the Globe where the Rangers are going to have their annual awards uh, tonight. And FanFest is tomorrow, 9 to 4. We'll be on air all day long here on 105.3 The Fan, uh, live from this very broadcast position. We're behind home plate, field level, uh, kind of below a field level, actually. And uh, it's just awesome to be here and really starting to get excited now for spring training, which is just a couple of weeks away. It is time now, of course, though, for Zach Wolchuk's NFL News of the Day. Here's Zach. Thank you very much, General. We've got uh, the Ravens. They have gone ahead and activated tight end Mark Andrews ahead Uh-oh. of this AFC title game against the Chiefs. That Uh-oh. is pretty big. Now, we'll see. It's his first game playing. Andrews said, I'm excited. I love to play football. Love the Ravens. Love the city. I'm going to give them everything I've got. Not sure if he'll be on kind of a a snap count being his first game back since his injury. It was a very painful rehab. Coach Harbaugh was talking about Andrew says he's feeling good. I'm going to help this team in any way that I can. But he was pretty much, I mean, since 2018, he's been Lamar Jackson's favorite target. They've helped him with guys like Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham Jr. And Rashad Bateman's finally made some decent plays for them this year after being a disappointing first-round pick. But that's another weapon there for the Ravens as they get ready to try and dethrone Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that could be pretty scary. Two tight end sets with the way Isaiah Likely has been playing in place of Mark Andrews uh, for the last month plus or whatever it's been. So, uh, I mean, the the dynamic nature that is uh, a Ravens offense that can do a little bit of everything. I'm sure they will mix in the, the two tight end sets there and see what you can get out of them. But just his presence on the field, I think, will – be kind of nice for Lamar in that offense nice safety uh, blanket there no doubt so we'll see how much he ends up playing but that's a huge addition ahead of conference championship weekend now on the other side we've got some trash talk going on CJ Gardner Johnson just always finds himself in these situations we had the back and forth last week with Baker Mayfield and Baker called him out for not really watching tape because of his description <laughs> of the Bucks' offense. Well, C.J. Gardner-Johnson did an Instagram Live, and, well, he had a message for Debo Samuel ahead of their conference championship tussle. Another thing, bro, listen, don't be friendly when you see me because you be so flashy. You better hope, bro. You better hope all that talking you be doing when we see y'all, whatever round it may be, because I can't guard you. You can't run routes. You're a running back. You're running back. I ain't going to sit here and play with you, little boy. Just because you got a little bag, people gave you a little clout. Man, you ain't nothing, bro. Stop playing. Ooh. Wow. Nice. That is that – is, Can't uh, run routes. You're a running back. That's going to be fun. And it dis- does seem like Debo is practicing in a limited capacity, but he's trending towards probably playing in this yeah, game. I'd be shocked say, if he didn't play. Maybe, maybe Gardner Johnson knows something that the rest of us don't know, that he's not going to play. 
I, I would. So, <laughs> so he's popping off knowing I, he's not going to have to I, play Devo? I would only talk to him that way if I felt like the man wasn't going to show up. He was going to be in sweats Damn. that day. Right? Yeah. Is that just, AI, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? Are we getting butt cracked no, here? No, it's him. I mean, it's wow. in the video. Now, this Ooh. does go back, of course, to last year's NFC Championship game when Gardner-Johnson was a member of the Eagles. Mm, that's right. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, there's so there's some blood. bad blood yeah. there. There's some blood. But that's that's legit trash talk. That's his... That's as much trash talk that I believe we've we've gotten all season long from anybody. Yeah. I'm not. I don't think we've had anything to to that extent where they're putting someone's specific name on it right ahead of the matchup, saying like it's happening, and they're disrespecting you by calling you like a different position than what you You're actually are. Back. I mean, you look at the run running routes. backs. The running backs are catching strays here as well. I feel bad for them. <laughs> Those are my guys. Damn. Oh, yeah, the running backs are your guys. <laughs> Those are my guys. Yeah, they are. They are your guys. I, I would just be man. terrified of Debo. It, I, don't, I don't know if it's route running or catching or running after the catch, but whatever he's doing is damn dangerous. And if I, if I can uh, cover him, he'll, he'll get the ball out of the backfield. Shanahan is going to figure out a way to put That's, that ball in his hands at least eight times, and I'm going to have to tackle him. Right. And now he's more mad at me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Forget that, dude. Run that, through a mofo's face over and over and over again. Shanahan's probably hearing these comments going back and forth. Yeah. And he's getting the, his first 15 scripted plays. Be right at six DJ. of them. Six of them are going to Debo. Get ready. Here's a slant yeah. for you. Here's, yeah. a, here's a post for yeah. you, Debo. Go get that. Well, this was fun. From NFL on Prime Video, I saw this tweet. We had fun with this like the last time the Lions won two playoff games. How about this? Last time the Lions made an NFC championship game, which was in 1992. Text messaging did not exist. Hmm. Jared Goff was not born yet. Dan Campbell was in high school. Thurman Thomas won MVP. Black or White Michael Jackson was the number one song. Batman Returns was the highest grossing movie of the year. And Barry Sanders rushed for 1,548 yards and 16 TDs. They got beat by the uh, the Washington Commanders that uh, NFC Championship. And the Commanders went on to win that uh, Bat- Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, Batman Returns is is who is this? Is this is this that Michael Keaton? Keaton? That's Keaton. It's got to be Keaton. Keaton? Right? Michael Keaton. I get them flipped. I get which ones. Michelle like Pfeiffer. And, yeah, I think that was the Michelle Pfeiffer one. Gosh, she was I'll tell you the best here. thing that came out in '92 for my money though is the the uh, Dr. Dre album, The Chronic. Oh, there you go. <sighs> Change music. Well, also potential bad news for your Lions here, Brian. Uh oh. Every time the Lions have Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson announcing Don't tell their games me this. this season, which really is the Cowboys TV crew, yeah. they've lost. Week 2 they lost, week 7 they lost, and week 12 they lost. And, of course, they're a heavy underdog, uh, plus 7.5, according to Bovada, going Michael into this Keaton, matchup. Michael by the way. It was Michael? Yep. Yeah, he's a good Batman. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe fourth time's I'm, the charm, I'm, and they finally get I not, the dub. How can I not ride with them? You ride yeah, with them. I I'm, want you to ride. I'm, saying, I'm hoping they with, win. I've been riding with them the whole year. I mean, how can I not? I can't. Yeah, you're just doing that with your heart, though. This is the only time I've seen you this hearty about a team other than the Cowboys. I was a little hearty. But, yeah, but, no, there's something about the Lions. I, it, I, I'm, I'm all about them. I, I think I, the Lions can beat San Francisco. The key will be the health of that offensive line. Right, Ragnow's playing. He's going to play. Yeah, but is he at, at full strength? There's no way. He's never at full strength. But I, I, I hope that their rushing attack. I do think Jameer Gibbs can give them problems. David Montgomery yeah. can give them problems. Their scheme with Ben Johnson. We saw the Packers have some success last week. I think Detroit. I don't need the up. quarterback to fall apart. That's my worry. Didn't you learn something with the Eagles and saying there's just something about them when we were trying to tell you at ten and one they weren't that good? I respected the Eagles for the way that they were winning games. You know, and it and it was it was uh, it was a mirage, it really was because I was respecting like 
how they not play well the whole day, but at the very end of the game kind of figure out how to win. Yeah. You know, I, I respected that, but, man, I didn't realize they were going to be that bad in their secondary. That I already owe you one brisket sandwich. You want to give me a chance to go double or nothing on this? Oh, you know I'm going to take the Lions, and sure, I'll take your bet. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Put them, put them down on the you table. You need to pay up ride. in a timely manner next time, but that's okay. That's neither here nor point there. Point taken. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Former Chargers head coach Brandon Staley's meeting today with the Green Bay Packers about their defensive coordinator job. He is scheduled to meet with the Dolphins about their defensive coordinator vacancy later this weekend, and he's also got interest from the Rams about replacing Raheem Morris so he'd go back to the Rams where he was prior to getting that head coaching job. Is he one of those young guys that you kind of like to just totally flop? Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, like, has I mean, the, has he was the, a good young defensive coordinator, just failed as a head coach. No, he, he was fantastic for his – but it was only one year, I think. I think it was, it was. one year. He was a one-year guy. One-year uh, NFL coordinator. Crushed boom, it. Immediately promoted to head coach. He got it clearly the, the didn't work sprinkle. for him. The thing is, though, is like when you like, – like with Belichick, you can at least say, yes, I'm not as convinced as I was that he's as great or whatever, but his defense hasn't really lost a step. You know, like what his calling card is. For Brandon Staley and the Chargers, like that defense was not any good. It wasn't like, well, they, they keep mm. bringing good defense to the table, but they can't figure out the offense, and it's just time for this guy to go. I'm wondering, have we seen so much of him? And clearly these teams haven't. Like he's probably going to be a defensive coordinator for somebody, but I don't know if you're that somebody, if you're a fan of that somebody team, if you're, if you're excited about that, or it's like, gosh, has the shine worn off so much from Brandon Staley that I don't even want you to be my defensive coordinator right now. Like, mm. you need to go position coach, bro, and then we'll graduate back to D.C. <laughs> is the young guy defensive coordinator, is that falling apart, whereas young guy offensive coordinator is on the rise? I think no, because of what D'Amico Ryans did this year. I think it just depends on who it is. Okay. But it's I case do, by case for but sure. But I do think more so teams are looking at, can I get the offensive young Jedi to come help my young quarterback? That's but that seems to be working better than the, the, than defense. the, than the defensive guys. Yeah, there's been guy. fewer defensive guys that yeah. have really panned out. D'Amico Ryans is kind of the poster yeah. coach for that. That was a good name. Yeah. Now, the Bears, according to our friend Jane Slater, are going to interview Joe Barry for the defensive coordinator Smokey position. The They're also meeting with Bill's defensive line coach, Eric Washington, now, Bear fans are losing their minds because they saw what Joe Barry did for the Packers, and they were one of the worst defenses in the regular season in the NFL. And Barry, speaking of going back to being a position coach, he did interview with the Eagles to be their linebackers coach. You know why Joe Barry's getting this interview? He knows someone? Rod Marinelli and, and Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus ah. was a holdover from the, uh, the Rob Ryan administration. He was the one coach that got to stay, I believe. And and Rod Marinelli became like super. Remember, he let he was letting uh, Eberflus call some of the defense when he was a defensive coordinator. Yeah. When 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 Rod had it in title. So yeah, this is a this is Rod Marinelli calling Matt Eberflus and saying, "Can you help my son-in-law out mm-hmm. here?" Because Joe Barry is the son-in-law of uh, Rod Marinelli. Look, I mean he. The Packers' defense played much better but, in the playoffs, but, but yeah, they were bad in the regular season. Eberflus calls the defense anyway. Barry's not going to have anything to do with it. So it would just be a title. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, exactly. It would be a title. Uh, now let's go to This Is Football. Uh, this Is Football podcast with Kevin Clark. He had Matt Castle, former Cowboy quarterback, but also backup to Tom Brady on the show. And apparently there is a story about Matt Castle and Tom Brady wrestling and there's not a lot of things that Matt Castle was better than Brady at but this might have been one where he got the better of him 
Tom Curran says I have to ask you about wrestling Tom Brady. Oh, I whooped him. I served him up. I served him up some humble pie. Yeah, well, that was in my younger years when my testosterone was through the roof and I could lift and run and do all those things. But in the offseason, Tom and I were were competitive in everything we did. We were lifting partners, whether it was pickup basketball, whether it was golf, whatever it might be. But we would he was like my big brother. Right. And so I'd always be nagging him and stuff. He's like, "Okay, let's go. I'll kick your ass in wrestling. I was like, dude, come on. You don't want any of this. And he's like, let's go. So then I grab him, I body slam him, get on top of him. And right at that moment, it was so funny. I'm sitting there and I hear two voices, get off him, Castle. What are you doing? And it's Rodney Harrison and Richard Seymour. And they're literally like <laughs> jogging down the field at me. And I think they're going to kick my ass. And I'm sitting and they're like, dude, what are you thinking? And like, and not in that, in that nice of tone, right? And he's like, you know what would happen, Castle, if he got hurt right now while you dumbasses are wrestling? I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to be here tomorrow. And they're like, yeah, that's right. Don't touch him again. I was like, okay, good deal. I was like, but, you know, a little bit of bragging rights, a little bit of bragging rights for old cat's dog there. Old cat's dog. Cat's dog. Yeah. <laughs> so cheesy. Cast off. Pretty like, funny it, story. How do you feel about that nickname, he, old cat's dog? He, he referred to himself as cast dog. Yeah. That's fantastic. Like, you think dude. he gave himself that nickname, too? <laughs> I like uh, Matt Castle a little bit more now. Old I don't know. Cast there's, dog. There's something fun about that <laughs> guy. rights for old cat's How dog, about man. it, dude? I mean, that's pretty impressive. It's I mean, pretty cool. Forever he can say, like, yeah, I kicked Tom Brady's ass in wrestling. I think so. I think so. I mean, but looking at his combine body, you would imagine – he could probably only defeat like kickers. You know, there's mm. not a lot of there's not a lot of players Tom could whip in wrestling. No, at that point he's he's into his 30s. That was pathetic. You know, he mm. he, he he was doughy. He he looked like he had any what do you call that vascularity on his entire body? Yeah, yeah. He had that skinny fat thing going a little bit. The skinny yeah. fat. You know, and then by that time he's he's rolling around with Castle. He'd gone vegan. He's not getting oh, any real good that's meat. Right. That's true. Yes. You know, he was doing all that with, like, flexibility. Wow. You know. Shout out to the Lions. They're, uh, they're trying Fortunate to cash time in. time to be a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> you don't was. have to be strong at all. <laughs> Lions are trying to cash in on a big way on this season. Uh, they are really starting to up the price for the season tickets. Oh, for next season year tickets. At Ford Field. Lions sent out season ticket renewal notices, and a spokesperson for the team admitted the annual price rose by an average of 30%. However, some fans say that that number is even higher in certain sections. One fan claiming it went up 78%, while another uh, said that his spiked 86% for the tickets. So, mm. hey, Lions, when you're a good football team, I get it. It's probably been pretty cheap to be able to go check out a Lions game in recent years, but now they're trying to cash in on a potential Super Bowl run if they can win this year, this Unbelievable. week. Unbelievable. It is. It's crazy. All righty, thank you, uh, Wolchuk. Thank you very much. Is that your NFL news of the day? Well, yeah. that, that was impressive, though. It really was. Great effort I tried. on your part. I tried. Close it out. All righty, we got to run. Uh, when we come back, did I, did I go, go early again? No, you're good, man. Sometimes Dawson gets so excited. I've just, got so much early. stuff always. Like, I'm overflowing because I have a fear of not being able to fill a segment. I've yeah. always got more. But you are on time, and I feel like we are not usually good at that. So yeah. I appreciate what you're doing. Here. When, whenever I want to yank the wheel, you're cool with that? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be know, like, within, how dare you? Within reason. I gave okay. you an extra minute to set the scene like you did. You did a good job after Krusty's Corner. I appreciated it. You got it, Brian. Yeah. I know. You're a good teammate, at least. <laughs> this guy's always throwing side eyes at me when I try to get out on <laughs> time. Old Chuck. What did I throw a side eye? for you <laughs> i'm just playing damn here. it give me a couple minutes yeah. hey it's, it's your big weekend dude. <laughs> that's what this yeah dude that's what, that's what zoom, zoom does to you man and walter's zoom. clearly fired up about it yeah. i mean this is great Woo!
Mrs. Woolchuck number two enters your world tomorrow. And then a Miss Woolchuck number three in the not-too-distant future. Yep, that's the big one. Mom big days ahead. i got to stop by the house on the way home. I think she's going to cry. Oh, really? She wants to have, like, a moment with me. Before. Dad wants to have a smoke. <laughs> have your first heater with Dad tonight. Should I? Yeah, before. Just, just stand out in the front yard. Just take a couple of puffs. Say, and you know what, Dad? Pass, throw it, it, pass it over. Throw it, and then, like, you know. and then, and then Tonight's the night you become a man, Woolchuck. It's all downhill from here, right? That's what they tell me. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is a big weekend. Is, is Woolchuck getting married tomorrow and Chiafalo turning 30 on Sunday? So it's, uh, it's a transformational weekend. <laughs> Which of these uh, two guys is most likely to take over if Mike McCarthy doesn't coach into 2025? We'll do that. The biggest L, biggest dub is coming up. And Brian Erlacher at 4 o'clock as we broadcast here live from the Globe and the G-Bag Nation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. It is the G Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a, a great day. Have a, what I believe to be an interesting Cowboys topic here for you as we broadcast just across the street from AT&T Stadium. We're out here in Arlington uh, at uh, Globe Life Field, home of your World Series champion, Texas Rangers, and their annual awards going to be out in center field tonight. They're preparing a majestic banquet. Um, and then uh, Fan Fest tomorrow, 9 to 4. There's going to be live fan shows on the air tomorrow, 9 to 5, so please do tune in. Uh Segment here brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. That's 214 or 817 Go online to truckwreck.com. I was chatting with a buddy of mine, big Cowboys fan. Kind of like Basic, actually. Just always on it and always, like, brainstorming ideas and, like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? What do you think of this? And, you know, he was saying... It feels like a lock to him that Jerry is going to go to Belichick at the end of this year if Mike McCarthy, uh, you know, doesn't have a good year. And I was like, man, that's a really interesting idea. And I was noodling with it. And I'm like, but what about Dan Quinn? 
you know. Um, I, I think, you know, Belichick obviously, you know, could be head coach in waiting essentially now. He might be talking with Jerry after every game Sunday night saying, well, here's what I would have done differently. Yeah. Here's what, here's how it could have gone. So, yeah. you know, I, I think if I'm Mike McCarthy, Belichick being out there knowing how Jerry respects him, that would make me nervous. But also if I'm Bill, I'm not thinking like this is a lock at all because of, of what Dan Quinn has been able to do in his three years here. And if he bounces back and has a big year, I don't know how you could go away from Dan Quinn. Like, if, if you can stop the run, avoid the 40 burgers next year, and you get to the playoffs, but this time it's just bad offense that gets you beat. So which one of those two do you think Jerry would pick, or would you, would you bet right now on an alternate scenario other than those two candidates? The, the, the discussion that we had the other day that I won G-Bag of the Nation for, that – that was the. What'd you win? G-Bag of the G-Bag, G-bag of the Nation. G-Bag of the Nation. You're the yeah, nation. G-Bag of the Nation. G-Bag of the Nation. New award. That that um, that rant was with Stephen Jones being the guy in charge. I think that what would happen is, I think you would have a Bill Belichick situation with Jerry, but I think that I think that Stephen and Will would push like a son of a gun if Dan Quinn was part of that so this would be a jerry steven uh, showdown i think this would be that would be there would be that would be the discussions that you have on draft night not to take johnny manzel or not to do this or not to do that that would be the talk because i do believe there's they a, couldn't get consensus if they said bill's just going to be the head coach and no, the defense guy there there it goes all the way back to the 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 rant that i was talking about that they, they want – it's the, the most comfortable thing is they know Dan Quinn and how to deal with him in personnel. They know, they know that element. Belichick is a totally different animal when it comes to team building and how they're going to go about doing things. And I, I just feel like they, they will go for the path. Stephen and Will will go for the path of least, least resistance where Jerry would say, give me the home run hitter. Give me the guy that I, I've seen, you know, that I admire that has done this, you know, through the years. That that's that's where I think that's where I think the divide will be. That that one side will say, "Well, Dad, let's think about this guy. Let's uh, we need let's think about this right here," you know. And Jerry's like, "No, I want to draft Johnny Man. No, Dad, let's think about this," you know. So I I think there would be I think there would be a real discussion there, and I don't know and. And we've seen Jerry kind of allow things to happen. You know, we've yeah. seen Jerry, okay, He'll okay. He'll step aside. He'll step aside, okay. I think you're exactly right. Uh, and, and we got the report from Dan Graziano as to why ultimately the, Fal- the Falcons didn't want to go with Bill Belichick, and it Rich was exactly McKay. what we talked about. There were hurdles. Arthur Blank wanted him. Yeah. But the organizational structure in Atlanta involves Blank and CEO Rich McKay. So let's just flip this with Jerry and Steven. Yeah. And a lot of the discussion with Belichick centered on the idea of what McKay's role would be if Belichick came to the team. So it would be, okay, what would be Steven and Will McClay's role? You know, if you want to go ahead and just yeah. sub it out for the Cowboys. So maybe it would be, Steven, nah, I don't want Bill. So, so my thought is if that's how it's going to go, Steve would win. Yeah, sounds like it See, would that's Because ultimately that, McKay won. That's what I – That's to me – if you're handing over the responsibility of the day-to-day operations of the team, Jerry's going to stand there and tell you, well, this is why I think. This is why I think. And then Steven is going to talk him out of that or try to talk him out of that. 
Yeah. I, I just don't. So who's your candidate? If if the defense ends bad, you don't want Dan Quinn back, Steve's blocking Belichick, where are they going? It, it It's likely somebody that we're not even thinking about. It's likely somebody that we're not even maybe it maybe it turns into now you gotta tell me what the quarterback situation is here too. We can assume Dak, can't we? I would say eighty five percent of scenarios. Okay. Yeah. If, outside if, shot he doesn't. If 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 it in fact is Dak Prescott your quarterback, now now it turns into it turns into that coach could who is who is that coach? Who is that offensive guy? Who is who is the guy that comes in and convinces Steven and Will that they can help Dak Prescott, you know, get even better. Yeah. Or, you know, and it's it's going to be hard to make Dak Prescott even better. He was an MVP candidate for the whole year. Maybe Kellen Moore comes back uh, riding through. I don't think that's the case. They're, they're, they're out on him now permanently over uh, there? You know what? I just feel, well, maybe, you know, Mike got his way on that one. Yeah. You know, I think that, I, me personally, I think that one sailed. The one, the candidate that, that to me, if everything ends bad, I can't handicap it for you. I can't. I, I can't. I don't know yeah. who they would who they would go. I mean, go I think get. Belichick makes sense because of you know what is your level of desperation in that situation if it's another failure and the fan base is already so frustrated now. How are you going to build excitement for next year? Like my uh, what I would like to do, and I don't think that ever matters. To maybe be it doesn't. It doesn't. Maybe matter. it never does. Excitement matter because always. They're making, they're making money, and they'll find a way to come August. Oh, yeah. build up the fan base again. Fans are starting to turn around now, even talking about the draft. Yeah, yeah they're getting excited about the draft. Well, and that's also the only way that the team really does anything, right? Yeah. Is the draft. So they know that they'll put focus right. into that and try and do a good job there. I do think a smart play would be. They let this thing ride with Dak Prescott. And the one thing that you can look at, because you're absolutely right, it's going to be hard for Dak to have a better regular season than what he just had. He's probably going to be runner-up for MVP behind Lamar Jackson. If not, he's still a finalist for MVP. He's a finalist for Offensive Player of the Year. He was absolutely incredible this year, played some of his best football, but you didn't have a running game. So this year, let's say you do get a running game Mm -hmm. and you're able to maintain that play for Dak. What then happens in the postseason? And ultimately, my feeling is it's going to be the same result. Maybe he wins a playoff game, but then you lose in the second round or whatever it is. But how do you keep saying, okay, we've now given you what you didn't have last year. We've seen you play at the height of your powers, but we're going to keep just attempting to do the same thing with you and stick with this guy and pay you 60 to 80 million, whatever the going rate is for a quarterback. I think that's the way to do it. Now, cap wise, I don't know that they want to do that. They're probably wanting to give an extension out, stretch this, but I think that's what they need to do. Go into this final season with Mike and Dak, let this all play out, and ultimately when it fails, which it will most likely, you clean house and you move in a different direction. It would be great to get a clean start. I think a lot of fans are ready for it, you know, maybe uh, even as ready uh, for it as they were at the end of Tony Romo. I still have to see an indication that the organization would be willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the guy next year, I mean, you might have two coordinators uh, one offensive, one defensive. The Ravens' defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, might still be floating around this time next year because there's only two more or openings left. Houston. Or this Houston offensive coordinator. Yeah. If 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 this if this Texans offense continues to go in the direction that it's going, and now you've shown okay, you you can identify. I mean, I know it, you were picking second. You didn't pick him. You didn't pick him first, but you you identified a quarterback at the top of the draft 
and C.J. Stroud, and you've gotten the most out of him through his first two years. And you're on the Shanahan tree. You are the archetype for the guy I want to be running my team. I think, okay, you have yeah. a track record of picking the right quarterback in the top five, and you freaking made the offense in year one with pretty whack weapons with a bunch of Noah Browns and Dalton Schultzes. You, you took this thing way further than anybody ever dreamed of that's by the a guy, million. Yeah, that's well, the guy that Cowboys fans, I think, should hope for. Well, this might be a situation, too, the way you bring it up, Eric, if, 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 if it's Bobby, then he had Trey Lance in San Francisco. So if you do, in fact, move on from McCarthy and then move on from Dak for cap reasons, then and all of a sudden it's Trey Lance is now in the mix as your potential quarterback. Yeah. You have a guy that's familiar with. Maybe that's to him. Yeah, maybe that's your Okay, transition. so the, the defensive side of the coaching staff might actually be a huge conversation that we have to have next week. Dan Quinn expected to meet with commander's coaches next week. Uh, you have the, the report as well that Al Harris, defensive backs coach, would be willing to go with Dan Quinn. And on top of that, Todd Acha this afternoon tweeting on X, the Packers, Rams, and Falcons have all sought permission to speak with Cowboys defensive line coach Aiden Dirty. There you go. Aiden's a very popular guy out there now. Yeah. So you, you might be uh, you know losing three defensive coaches here in the next four or five days, and we might have to have a whole on uh, coaching search. It would be, be unfortunate. Probably, probably interrupts the Jones family vacation. Sure, sure. But, I mean, as a, as a fan, that gives you just some, just some change. I know it might be yeah. change for the sake of change. But like Dan Quinn and this and just having something new come in defensively, that triggers a, some level of excitement and seeing where do they go? You know, what is their thought process here with this coaching search? Are they going to do just dip back into the bag and go get a Ron Rivera, a Mike Zimmer? Or are they going to be, you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, are they going to cast a wider net there? I don't know. I, but I, I would be like if you lose Quinn, I'm not worried about anybody else on that staff. Fine. I want to bring a guy in who's got his own guys, you yeah. know familiarity though I that, Mike yeah, Zimmer makes right. a lot of sense yeah and I don't them. know like that's the thing that stinks is oh no I love all these names that's like what Bobby it is Bobby Slowick and and what we're in Mike McD- you know McDonald and what we're talking about here but would the Cowboys hire a first-time head coach would they do that or do they want a guy that's established Jason Garrett they did for 10 years right but they loved Jason Garrett and he was in the building yeah. his family so He's I don't. I mean, adopt th- th- that's that's. I just have Here, doubt that they would actually do that. And and here's why. You know, the excitement of change could happen. Well, you know, you you ended up with Monty Kiffin, Rod Marinelli, Rob Ryan, Mike Nolan. I yeah. think those are the four defensive coordinators that you got. And certainly, Rod Marinelli was the best of them, and was a very accomplished man. But wasn't going to be, a, you know, uh, proven guilty of bringing any like innovative new concepts onto the field, which has been very, very important in the last six or seven years in the NFL. You know, I just, I, I guess, I, I doubt the, that the the front office can identify the right coach consistently. I think maybe one out of five coordinators mm-hmm. hired by the Joneses. One out of five. Yeah, and head coaches, head coaches too, yeah. is even is even worse, even worse. You yeah, really I've given him Parcells, yeah, and Jimmy, right? You know, maybe maybe McCarthy's been a decent. The hire. record for this guy says that it's been a good hire. If you look at where he's the 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 uh, the division definitely third best hire. Yeah, division championships. I mean, I this guy's record is not bad. There's teams that have you know that guy that got hired at the Los Angeles Chargers that was a bad hire. Yeah. You know, this guy here, I mean, his, at least his record is 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 good. Way better than Jason Garrett. Yeah. I don't oh, think 100%. Jason Garrett would have made they the playoffs upgraded. this year. No. Okay. Uh, 
When we come back, G-Bag Nation, what are we sitting here on? It's the 340 segment time, Chief. What are we doing? Biggest L, biggest dub, 877-881-1053. Tolos, where have you taken some L's this week? More importantly, where have you gotten those personal victories? Live from Globe Live Field next year in the nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, thank you, Lucius. We are live at Globe Life Field here in Arlington. Rangers annual awards out there in center field tonight. It'll be a great evening. Fan Fest tomorrow. Here's Eric Chia follow with some Friday content. Yes, sir. 877-881-1053. Where have you taken some else this week? More importantly, where have you gotten those personal victories? It's time for Biggest Dub. Biggest Dub. Thank you, British Ian. 877-881-1053. Congratulations to Ricardo Garza. How about this, man? He's an angler. And uh, he caught a record-breaking catfish at Falcon Lake nice. here in Texas. I'm not sure exactly yeah. where that Never lake is. Never been to Falcon Lake. Well, it was home of the Monster Beast record-breaking catfish that weighed 62 pounds and measured 45 and a half inches long. He broke a Texas catfish record this week, boys. That's right there. Falcon Lake. Dub. Falcon Lake, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm sure somebody will text us in and let us know where Falcon Lake is. Uh, but that's pretty awesome. The, the the picture of this thing, I mean, my gosh, this thing, it looks it looks bigger than him, honestly. It, it's kind of crazy to think it's only 62 pounds when you see him holding it. This He must not be the, a giant fellow himself. But nonetheless, congratulations to you, Mr. Ricardo. Now, uh, 2-1. Down four. there on the border. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Heck, yeah. Rio Grande Valley. 2-1-4, Mooney to Mayor, biggest L, had to put a new engine in his truck Ooh. that he named Uncle Blue. Okay. <laughs> Ten Jeebos later. Yeah. No dubs for uh, for Mooney this week. Sorry yeah. about that, Mooney. Mooney had, Mooney's got to get a new coach, too. He's still, yeah, he does. That's a big L as well. He lost Harbaugh. But he's, he's always a big dub guy because his Michigan. Wolverines they did. They won, won the national, national champ. They sure are. So, Absolutely. Hey, Congrats. Still, just, just like we're our Rangers, yeah. world champs, his Michigan Wolverines are champs. I got to think that uh, – I got to think that if you told Mooney a month ago, hey, man, you're going to win the national championship. Now, here's the deal. You're going to lose your coach and your engine. Ooh. Do you think he's still – is he still Mr. Wolverine championship, wonder, let's go blue, or does he reconsider his thoughts at that point? Let me ask you this, though. How about this one? Do you think he would prefer his engine over the coach? Yes. He would rather – as a champion – Bye-bye, Jim Harbaugh. I appreciate everything you did here. I need the 10 Jeebos, and I need that, uh, I that think, fresh engine here I think he would, stay I th- chill. I think he would, like, let let the engine go if I can keep my coach. I think so, too. Really? He's I that kind of a Michigan like, you guy. Know what? Believe yeah. it. He's a, I mean, he works, you know, in the car business. There. If, 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 I, if I'm getting another decade out of Harbaugh, yes. But one more year, year-to-year basis, I'm taking the money. Taking the money know, for what sure. Do you, what do you think, bud? I mean, would you would you have your motor go out kaput? You got to drop ten grand in it tomorrow to make the Rangers World Series championship go away, or or stay? Stay. Yeah. All right. It's tough, isn't it? <laughs> it's tough. It's a you lot know, of money. I I think I would do it for the Cowboys though, but not the Rangers. See, I don't. I've ha- already seen the Rangers. I'm here. I'm I'm basking in it right now. Yeah, I don't we need to do it. Again. No, but I, I'm I'm saying it's going to go away. Unless you agree to have your motor go out, it will be erased from history this very moment. New motor, 
or the Rangers World Series is gone. Oh Ryan. man, don't let don't well, no, I mean, no, don't I mean, take that. I mean, See? for 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 Broadus, it's basically like you 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 never got your truck stolen this year. I got to tell you though, I <laughs> but I, you're not a champion. I was reflecting on winning, <laughs> right? And, and maybe if you're in a city that's won a lot of them, it's not that meaningful. But I've I've only been around it twice. Yeah. You know, growing up in Portland, never saw them win. Wasn't tied to any other cities. What were you doing in 1977? I was actually on a road trip out to Portland for the first time. My dad was moving us from Ohio to to that area of the country. You and Dr. Jack Ramsey, huh? So reflecting on what that was like this (laughs) fall. That was Mihoff. That's a major life experience. Now, you'd, you'd, you'd pay at some point in your life thousands of dollars for a vacation. That experience was worth at least 10 grand. Yeah, I mean, when I, th- when I think about not only winning the championship, but then the parade and everything that's been, you yeah. know, the all-encompassing nature of being a champion, having the World Series trophy feet from us the other day in studio, you know, all these different things, like, it's, it's really awesome to be the champion. So I think, Mooney, nonetheless, being a champion, being that Michigan Wolverine, uh, it, it's worth it. It's worth it. Every penny. All right, is it worth it for this guy? Let's go to the Nets beat reporter. Uh, this is pretty funny. Uh, it's only funny because it doesn't seem like he's gotten hurt, but his name's Eric Slater. He spells his name Eric with a K, so he's off on a bad, uh, you know, a bad foot. But here is him on Twitter Spaces talking about Spencer Dinwiddie, talking about the Brooklyn Nets, uh, and he's he's driving his vehicle. Listen to this cartoonish-sounding car crash. We've heard that that happened before. Hopefully that happens with Spencer Dinwiddie. And whether they choose to go as uh, Tam or they choose to whatever, just make it. It's a big one. Eric? Yep. You okay? Yep, I am. I got to head out, guys. All right. Let us know you're all right, man. It sounded like it was his fault. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's a monster L uh, for sure. He's just giving sports takes. He's like, dude, I'm just trying to give takes. I got to head out, guys. He's like, I'm just giving takes and driving. Like, why do I got to get in a car accident because of this? I'm just doing me. I'm working. I'm trying to be efficient here. Should have had the hands free. Is he is he Zooming? Is he on the Zoom He's call? on the Twitter Spaces deal. Okay, which, I've never done Twitter know. Spaces. So is that video? No, is it's that, just audio. It's, it's just, just audio. audio. But they, okay. could, they could be... There's many people in there really at once. Uh, so he was talking to sort of a sea of Internet people that wanted his thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, but unfortunately, he was driving at the time. I don't know if it was his fault, but it sounds like he's physically okay. I think Dawson's so. right. I think it's his fault the way he's, I've got to go. Yeah. He's got to go. It was defeating. Yeah. I think he was fiddling with his phone, you know, yeah. maybe only one hand on the wheel. Something pops up in front of you. You need both hands to correct. Yeah. He's just not ready for it. And that was the sound of, oh, crap. Not only is my day ruined, but my insurance just went up, yep. and I'm probably going to have to come out of pocket significantly yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, just the sound of that sounded yep. insane. I, I hope we end up getting some photos. Very NASCAR-like, what, though. What, like an yeah. in-car cam, you know, when they, yeah. they crash around, they're the bouncing tires. around. Yeah. I mean, it sounded like his head bounced off the, the window at some point. There was a lot of noise in there. It really was some pretty good, some pretty good like, realistic sound. Potential you know. animal involved? Yeah. Oh gosh, I, I don't. I hope like not. Squealing. There could have been. I mean, I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll keep you posted on this. Like hit a deer? Appreciate that. Maybe. Uh, looks like we got a. Th- this feels like a pretty big L. This has to be annoying. 
the dude, Austin Butler, he's an actor. He played Elvis Presley in the latest Elvis Presley movie yeah, that came Elvis. out a couple yeah. of years ago. He still sounds like He him. still sounds like him. Yeah, he's yeah. had to hire a dialect coach to help him get rid of his Elvis accent. He this movie came out like years ago. Last year. Last year? Yeah. Feels like it's been out for three years, but either way, he filmed that thing three years well, ago. You were, you were hoping it came out a long time ago, weren't you? I, I mean, I, You, you kind of waded into that pool, didn't you? Thinking that it was like a maybe a four or five year ago. Well, movie. he did. I mean, he filmed it probably two or three years. Yeah, ago. from like from when he filmed it for sure, it was yeah. it was at least two or three years yeah. ago. But either way, I mean, that has to. You're like, my gosh, I can't kick this Elvis thing. Uh, I guess it speaks to your thespian nature as an actor. You know, this yeah. is probably a tip of the cap hey. in, in the acting world. Like, wow, you really, Just you moved. really got into character. Pretty there. sure you got best actor for it at all the award shows. Just did moved he? to Memphis. You know. Just live with it. I wonder if he's uh, given up the Quaalude habit yet. I think that might be the bigger Ooh. concern than his uh, his dialect. <laughs> he, well, he doesn't want to get rid of that one. <laughs> <I don't think. laughs> well, who would? You're a famous actor with millions of dollars. How is you going to spend your time? Get us the Quaaludes. <laughs> Are we still doing Quaaludes? Uh, in the no, 80s, think, we did. I think that they're... Uh, they've become extinct? Yeah, I think they've been banned. Okay. At least in the U.S. I'm surprised there hasn't been like the Delta Eight version of the Quaalude. You know, <laughs> maybe there I've is. never I've never seen one. I only heard of them from movies in the '80s. Uh, 19, it was like a punchline. Yeah, drug. 1984, yeah. 85, 86. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Walchuk, yeah. where did you learn about Quaaludes? Oh, it was the Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. 100%. That's when I is discovered. Is that an '80s movie? No, no, but it was it set in the '80s. Oh. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm honestly maybe '90, maybe Listen, early man. '90s. Oh my God. I'll now find out. Trying to ask you. me all these questions. It's I don't know. Sorry, you're just so difficult for you to do today. Well, you ask a lot of damn questions. I do. <laughs> Sounds like a late 90s deal. 87. 87 for, for Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, about Jordan Belfort. Yeah. Uh, okay. But Eddie that, Belfort was better. Eddie was the Eagle Man. He had, a, he had a cough medicine problem. He blamed a game one time. He was awful in a game. He blamed it on cough medicine. They, they like he got a little loopy. <laughs> Forgot where the puck was going. Per, per, prescribed, I, I uh, he, presume. He said he, he said I took cough medicine. It messed me up. He gave up like five, six goals. Damn. Okay, yeah. so is Austin that Butler his... just hired this guy? Just hired the, the dialect coach? From what I... in a new show called Masters of, of the Air, and it's by the same people that did Band of Brothers in the Pacific. Yeah. It's going to be on Apple TV, Apple Plus. It looks awesome. I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out, but I wonder if he's still talking like no. Elvis in this. That's great. <laughs> he's, yeah. train, he's training for his next movie, The King's Speech. I, I, I saw this the other day on Twitter, so I don't know if this is – I assume this well is Oh, you like that? But yeah, that was good, Brian. It Sorry. only took me two hours speech. to rally. Well, that's your biggest dub of the week. Brought us <laughs> nailed the joke. You didn't even know what I said. No, but it, it was apparently a Thank crowd Thank you, please. Dawson. Was, I appreciate it. was well done. God. It's a great movie, too. I hate this show. It was better than your Let Russ Cook thing from earlier. <laughs> I didn't. You've bounced back. Yeah, me and Russ. Let's cook. Yeah. He cooks. You get it, guys? <laughs> you guys are. I, seriously, I, I hate. Hey, I hate every I like to you. cook. Are you. No, I. No. Get away from me. I'm curious. Just stop. As a Green Bay Packer kind of guy, how nervous are you to talk to Brian Erlacher here in a couple minutes? Oh, I've got some good. Because I remember scouting him when he was at uh, New Mexico. So he, he used safety? to be—he used to be a uh, like a punt returner and stuff like that. Oh, I'm going to ask him some punt return questions. Cool. Looking forward to it. Right on. That'll be the best oh. interview of our week. Or have we had better ones so far? It's been a big week. Uh, but Brian Urlacher is a freaking Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's a legend. He's a huge Cowboys fan as well. 
and he's got a lot of cool stuff going on. So we'll talk to him about, you know, how important linebacker is for the Dallas Cowboys being better next year and other topics. That's with Brian Erlacher, one of the best linebackers of all time here next in the nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.